0: Ladies and gentlemen, well, probably just gentlemen. I don't think a lot of ladies watch this show, but uh the in case you do, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Tim Mowen show. So glad you're here. So glad to be back with young Jared. It's been a while. Uh Jared is a co-worker. He's off work right now. He's got an injury. How how
1: are things going, Jared?
2: oh you know just riding the rehab train trying to trying to make it day to day no it's pretty it's pretty gravy so far and just a lot of physio
0: yeah the driving. knees coming along
2: yeah i'm walking around without crutches i'm not supposed to be but I now
0: mean, i want to ask you a question about valentine's day but before you i do i got to set this up for the audience you are in a fairly new relationship with something we normally warn young guys about which is Stay away from the daughters of coworkers, of firefighters. You know, that's just a recipe for But <laughs> Young Jared, don't play. He don't care. Young Jared Jared doesn't business. follow the rules. He marches to the beat of his own drum. He's dating uh, a very respected <laughs> and senior captain in our fire department. He's dating one of her daughters. I don't know how I would handle it if uh, uh, I, I mean, a, a young buck like young Jared was dating my, my daughter. Uh, but, uh, okay, you're dating this gal. Uh, You're hitting it off so far. You seem to be navigating all the pitfalls, but what does a young guy like you uh, with all this extra pressure? I mean, she's going to be going home and telling dad about how you treat her about what's going on about how um, considerate and kind you are and giving. So what, (laughs) how how does young Jared deal with Valentine's day? How do you, how does that look like
2: with the utmost respect I, before I, I put my foot in my mouth here, all respect to her and her family. And uh-huh. right, I'm disclaimer, disclaimer on, yeah on good terms with her and her family. Okay. She knows I come and do this. She knows that I write jokes about all her right. sometimes. Is there going to be a butt
0: here, Jared? Because you know if you say no the but. word but, it cancels no but. everything you just said, right? No but.
2: Okay. No but. Okay. I just wanted to get that out there. She's got no but. Now money. the Valentine's Day thing is a completely separate issue. Because oh, okay. That's that's completely different. I stand firmly on my beliefs that Valentine's Day is a money grab. It's a made-up holiday. Oh. It's a made-up holiday. I mean, I'm, I could be just new and stubborn, but, like, the amount of Instagram posts that I see of friends and family posting their significant others and uh, happy Valentine's and everything is, like, you right, doing it for you or are you doing it for them or are you doing it for for the likes and the grabs? So that's my point of view on it. For the, likes, grab for the likes
0: and the grab jared and there's nothing wrong with that this is see this is a hard lesson to learn i you remind me a lot of myself uh <laughs> when i was your age and uh i think it was probably my first marriage or maybe it was my second marriage i can't remember um but i was very uh very much in line with you like all these holidays are contrived and they're commercial ventures and they're mandated by government and Jesus yeah. was never born on Christmas. He was born in the spring or maybe the fall, but certainly not close to winter solstice. Um, so what not. are we doing here? We're just and and by the way, why am I buying presents from a list you gave me? Is doesn't that <laughs> totally destroy the whole idea of gift giving? Valentine's Day? Who came up with that bullshit? Who is who's the cuck that came up with Valentine's Day, and why why do we all have to follow his? his thing
2: but seriously i mean who's this who's is this cupid guy anyways
0: (laughs) well i've never seen him but here's here's what i learned it matters to the woman and and we can buck societal trends and norms all we want we can say that uh none of these uh traditions matter that they're all a bunch of bullshit and uh they they emerge from bullshit i i won't you won't get any argument for me but if we rebel against all of them and deprive our significant others of the chance to show off how kind and considerate we are and how loved they are by how awesome your boyfriend i am your boyfriend we deprive them of a very important part of their life that uh that is very important especially to the female
2: of the species likes likes yes no i well it is i've uh I don't know. I've been in relationships before, and I'm not good at them. Like They've yeah. obviously never been successful. I couldn't have guessed. <laughs> they've never been successful, and I take limited to no blame in that, personally. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, it is... It is, you do kind of have to swallow your pride a little bit. And I'm learning that this go around for sure. But mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. the nuances of a new relationship versus like a more long term relationship. No, you
0: were, and you were telling me a story of another thing. You're standing on principle. Um, I'm standing on cap, principle. Your Captain America bedsheets.
2: Uh, I've had these bed sheets. Your girlfriend's
0: trying to change you. She wants to get rid of these Captain America bedsheets, give you some grown up ones and you are standing firm on the principle that cap do you hate america do you hate the captain what what's going on
2: yeah seriously All no right, i've had you? i've had these captain america bed sheets two three years probably and i live and die by them and it's not like they're like cheap walmart bed sheets like they're custom bamboo bed sheets wow which is more embarrassing that i have that and has spent money on that than anything what's the but- count on those well, yeah. if, I, if I could remember, I'd tell you, but it yeah. feels nice. Uh, yeah, so she's like, we're talking Valentine's Day posts, and I was talking to my friends, like, should I post her? Should I, should I just stick to my guns, or should I drop my pride and post? And she texts, and she's like, I'm going to throw up. All these posts are disgusting. And I was like, okay, oh, bullet, bullet dodge. And I was like, oh, but boy. is this going to come back and haunt me? Yeah, of is course this is like, will. so instead I got flowers, but I've never gotten her flowers before. And so oh, she's good. like, she's like, well, if you don't have to post me, but I do really like flowers. And then me being the funny guy that I am, I'm like, well, I'm yeah. not going to get you flowers. And she's like, well, I would never say no to them. That's all I'm saying. I'm like, well, you <laughs> never have to, because I'm not going to get them for you. Here she's are these like,
0: things that are going to wilt and die for you, symbolizing our
2: love so she which comes well over dying as we speak from the sounds of it she got me a gift oh and i'm okay. like i what? whatever i'm not wh- whatever comes over brings me the gift and it's bed sheets
0: ah. right?
2: so the bed sheets symbolize to me my old life where i was allowed to right. have captain america bed sheets and spend my money as i wish <laughs> and now i've got to use these gray flannel bed sheets um, which are also very nice but I'm standing on business. I told her, I told her I'm going to hide them and we're not going to use them because no I'm sticking my guns on this one. I'm like Leonidas and Sparta. This is where we stand. Yeah. Well, I
0: had a dinosaur shirt that I was very much liked. And it was like, uh, remember the dinosaurs, you know, with the comet coming over, I'll always <laughs> remember or something like that. I thought it was funny and kind of cute. My wife hated it. And, uh, <laughs> She ended up throwing it out. She ended up having to get me a new dinosaur shirt. But uh, yeah, well, that's just I mean, the, personal
2: yeah. property, you know.
0: Well, it is so just like the bed sheets, kind of. But you know, I, I have a particular way I I lived as a bachelor that uh, you know uh, I, things may have appeared very untidy and and messy. And oh, one hundred. There was a system to it. I knew where shit was. You know, I didn't mm-hmm. have to go hunting for stuff because. I kind of knew which pile was in. And I had a system of laundry too. Like they're, they're, you know, you you have your clean clothes, they're hanging up, but then you wear some clothes and they're not (laughs) dirty enough for the laundry. Like you don't need to throw them in the laundry, but they're also
2: not not.
0: clean enough to put back in your thing. So you you create gradations of piles of varying varying, uh, degrees of filthy clothes, right? That you can select from. Depending I've, on the occasion, like hundred
2: percent, I've know. got my, my clean, my clean clothes hamper and my dirty clothes hamper. And <laughs> the only difference is like when you take your dirty clothes to the laundry, you throw them in the laundry and then you take your clean clothes out and put them in a different hamper so that you don't contaminate. Then when you're all finished, you still have dirty clothes that aren't washed because you never do them all at once. So yeah. now there's just two hampers and then a pile and right, the one yeah. the one pile is like kind of clean but I can wear it tomorrow
0: right you and- can wear it tomorrow or if you if you need to go out and do a little bit of landscaping you don't you're not going to grab a cleanly pressed shirt and put it on to go out and dig in the dirt you're going to grab from that pile of clothes that is sitting there that is you know
2: nonsensical half, half dirty right nonsensical but
0: uh you know the the ladies they don't understand this system and they you know <laughs> so you learn to adapt you you compromise and you know you learn that maybe your way of doing things isn't always The right way or the best way and
2: like i said i uh i talked to a couple of my buddies about that like should i post and they're all like man you just gotta you just gotta do it it's just one of those things you just gotta do and then one guy who is uh a close friend i won't shout him out but close friend he's gonna keep his trade secrets secret he said you can do private stories and they can't see who you allow you can choose who you allow to see it so he's like, just include your girlfriend and her closest friends and then post it to a private story so that nobody else knows you posted it and they can't tell who gets to see it. And I'm like, that's genius, actually. Wow.
0: Very good. Wow. You should trail. probably just uh, stay away from social media when you have these types of questions and ring your boy up here and let me give you some, you
2: know, advice. <laughs> pop on the, some pop hard, on the Tim Mowen show.
0: Hard one advice. All right. We got a lot of stuff to get to. First of all, uh Super Bowl was last weekend. You know, I like to think that I'm above all the uh, bread and circuses of the end of empire and the distraction that is sports, the proxy for war that it is, uh, to distract us from noticing that we're slaves and uh keep us all kind of mollified and narc narcotic-ed into um you know what what it uh was it marks that said religion was the opium of the masses. Maybe it's uh sports that are the opium of the masses right now but nonetheless I did watch Super Bowl I did watch it and much to my shame I enjoyed it I enjoyed the spectacle I enjoyed the drama I enjoyed uh the Taylor Swift stuff that came out of it it is entertaining it is keeping me mollified it is keeping me from rebelling against my masters so congratulations establishment you beat old moan this I'm going to have
2: to disagree with you there okay I watched it and I hated it every second you of know, it. You did because I feel like if anybody listened to last episode, we went into my deep dislike for certain characters such as Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, oh and my. it just just seemed it was it was too set up for Kansas to win. And, you know, when you're at the top of the mountain, everybody's trying to knock you off. You know, you either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. And they are for sure the villain right now Because three years ago when it was Mahomes versus Brady. Everyone wanted Mahomes to knock off Brady and then they didn't. And now he's the new Brady and everybody wants to see him gone. So. Oh. I shouldn't say that. It was very entertaining. It was a really good game. The Chiefs played their hearts out, their little hearts out. So <laughs>
0: okay.
2: I'll give it to them. What,
0: what about all the conspiracy theories we're seeing though? Uh, we're seeing uh, Taylor Swift is a witch. We're seeing uh, everything was set up. <laughs> there, there was 333 yards uh, that that Mahomes threw for. That whatever. It's the the stadium is at 333. Uh, it's all set up. It's all contrived, it's scripted, and right down hey, to those details. Is that, can that, as a guy who's played sports before, is that possible?
2: I mean, I got, I don't know. Lucky numbers are one thing for sure. I've, like, on the same topic, though, Taylor Swift's favorite number is 13. Oh. And they played Brock Purdy, who is number 13. So then people are like, oh, oh so. So, Brock Purdy's gonna win. I was like, I know, well, let's get into some of this. So we got some videos lined run.
0: up here. Here's one. Uh, I think this is the, the 13th thing you're talking about. Let's see if I can find it here. Yeah. No, that's not it. Is it this one? Nope. Uh, this one.
2: All right. Oh, I love these.
1: Thirteenth row, searching section. It's really a good
2: number. Wait, hold on. There's more. Yes.
0: Hold on, let me start this again. Okay. I I, how do you, you know
1: what Super Bowl is? Oh, yes.
0: That's good. There.
1: You know what five plus eight is? Thirteen. It's Taylor Swift's album called Thirteen? <laughs> <laughs> hey. You guys know the date of the Super Bowl? It's the 11th yeah. Of February. February. 11, Eleven plus, plus two. two. Yeah. He's
2: reaching for that one.
1: <laughs> Who are they playing? 49ers Four plus nine. Dude, come on. 13. Just saying. What seed are the 49ers? The one seed. What seed are the Chiefs? The two seed. No, the one. three. One, one three, three. Thirteen. <laughs> This dude is so stupid. Where's <laughs> Fluff coming from? She's coming from Tokyo to okay. the Super Bowl. What does that mean? A flight from Tokyo to Las Vegas. 13 hours. 13 hours. <laughs> 13 hours. Man, I'm not even kidding. <laughs> what? You know how many games Taylor Swift has been to? 13? 13? Twelve. This is the thirteenth. <laughs> <laughs> Super Bowl will be the thirteenth. Is this is this all true? Yeah. No. This is all no, for real. Brock Purdy's jersey number is thirteen. So that's eight. The funny thing is, in numerology, thirteen actually symbolizes good luck. If you made it this far, there's absolutely not where I'm from. Watched all of that and thought to yourself, hmm. That's just.
2: I was born on the thirteenth.
1: Is this a coincidence? I think not, but you tell me. I turned thirteen I mean, on Friday the thirteenth. My first album went gold in the U.S. in thirteen weeks. Every time I've won an award at an award show, I've been seated in row M, which is the thirteenth letter, or like the thirteenth seat, or the thirteenth row, or the thirteenth section. It's really a good number. Wait.
0: All right, there you go. Thirteen. I mean, how do you
2: explain that? I mean, but what? Like, what's uh what's the angle here? You know, like she likes thirteen, and there's a lot of thirteens. Yeah, but thirteen is satanic, isn't it? I thought so. I mean, in Edson, you're not allowed to wear number 13. In Edson? Why? Uh, well, rest in peace, Jesse James. But there was a kid who, I don't know, 15, 20 years ago, on the way to a hockey game, got in a wreck, and he didn't make her. So now all the jerseys oh. <clears throat> say JJ13 on them, yeah, and they yeah. retired his jersey.
0: Well, I know in Grand Prairie, uh, they had a building. Uh, their one, uh, I guess, high-rise Downtown was called 214 Place because it had two 14th floors because they didn't want to name a have a floor 13. 13th floor. All right, mm. let's let's keep going. There's some more interesting uh stuff here to consider. Let's see this. Uh, Taylor Swift is a satanic witch. If you listen <laughs> to her evil sophistry and claim to follow the messiah, repent. <laughs> this pawn of Satan will lead you to hellfire. She has rituals on stage at her concerts. Is there is there anything that can be construed as not satanic uh, in anything she does, uh, uh, or anyone, any anything anyone does? I don't know.
2: I don't know. She loves love, so that's not she satanic, loves love. I guess. Yeah, well, I think that's the thing. Probably. Well, remember though, that Satan comes
0: it. as a uh, an angel of light. He's the most beautiful and of angels
2: now hear me out maybe she's Lilith ah like a succubus that sucks the the life energy for someone some super attractive you know temptress that's supposed to draw people in to be demon spawn all
0: right let's see some some people in the comments I think they they have a more uh here's official blasphemy it represents rebirth 12 is a complete cycle that makes sense 12 months in a year 13 is rebirth. It's a Masonic thing. You become reborn as a Mason in the first right. Huh, interesting. Well, Mason's Honestly, I, I better than a Jared. Enough, <laughs> I just don't know enough about these occult things. Um, I I did read somewhere that it would make more sense if a year was 13 months because each month would be 28 days and it would each month would start on a Monday and end on a Monday or something. I can't remember.
2: <laughs> well, this might but. be a super ignorant question, but like who invented the, like what, whose calendar are we following? Like who? I don't know. Who? I don't know. Cause this, that probably has something to do with it. Is it, it. Fred? I mean, people Fred? were pretty superficial or superstitious. Superstitious. Like I'm not superstitious, but I am, I am a little stitious. Hmm. A little stitious. Normal stitious. <laughs> I am pretty normal stitious.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, let's see what else we got here. Oh, yeah. Here's it. Then we move to her boyfriend, uh, the old Pfizered up uh Travis Kelsey. Is it Kelsey or Kels?
2: Kelsey. Travis Kelsey.
0: Should have a Y at the end of his name. Another strange thing that certainly has something French. to do with
2: Satan. It's gotta be somehow. French.
0: Here he is, uh blown oh. up at his coach.
2: Oh, this pissed me off. Yeah. He's a senior citizen. Leave him alone. Even his team's pulling him away. What makes me mad about this is he's done it. Like, that's not the first time he's done it this year. He's come off the field, losing his mind, throwing his helmet, like yelling at teammates. And sure that, like, this was the Super Bowl. You're probably a little worked up. But, like, any coach I've ever had, if I came off on a power play or if I got pulled out of a game and I came back to the bench and started yelling at the coach and pushing the coach that you're not playing again.
0: Okay, but let me play Satan's advocate on the behalf of Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift here. Um <laughs> Satan might say something like this. Well, you ain't no Kelsey. You're not this you weren't the star of the team, were you?
2: True. Did I didn't you, did sell you, my soul to go to the Super Bowl.
0: Young Jared, did you have a relationship with your coach? like young like Travis Kelsey has with Andy Reid. They've been through wars. They're like a father and son team together. They've uh they've developed a close knit relationship. Andy Reid himself said when asked about it uh that Travis Kelsey makes him feel young and that he came over immediately afterwards gave him a hug and apologized for his behavior. What do you do with Travis Kelsey?
2: Sit him. He didn't do shit the first half anyways he had what was it like one target or two targets one catch and like 10 yards in the first half then he had seven catches for i want to say close to 90 yards in the second half might even have been just the fourth quarter so you yeah. could say that that fired him up but i mean if you're going to play but he was
0: pulling all the defenders away from the other guys so they could work huh
2: yeah but they didn't even they didn't even work they didn't do anything well, their whole so like first half there it. was nothing but to play double Satan's advocate here, would, okay. Rob, would Rob Gronkowski ever do this to Bill Belichick? Hell no. no. I don't Hell think. Hell no. I and mean. if he did, would he play after? Hell no. Right. And as good as Kelsey is, he ain't no Gronk, and I'll die on that hill. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: I hope you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hopefully there's no, no Kelsey the fans coming after i Oh, Schwab.
0: Points a gun at your head and tells you to denounce <laughs> your own savior, Rob Gronkowski. What do you do? Go to eh? like capybara. Do you deny your savior like Peter did his? Never. Oh, no, never. All right. Never. Uh, Rob Justin Gronkowski says, will take us to the promised Justin land. Justin Turto asked, Did you enjoy the black nationalist anthem? I didn't even notice that. That, that was the. Uh, that didn't was the Reba that, do that, the anthem? She, she did the national anthem but before that there was uh oh right 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 who sang something and then before that there was uh the dude with the facial tattoos looks like a homeless dude uh post malone Uh, was uh,
2: and post malone kills me he's so funny like he's so clearly just destroyed on (laughs) yeah
0: yeah i mean look i I don't really enjoy any of that stuff that like the hymns to the state uh, known as anthems have always kind of repulsed me a little bit. It's like, we're, we're worshiping, we're singing a literal hymn. I mean, it's kind of creepy having flags and hymns and this, like this, and it gets me, don't, don't get me wrong. It gets me, it warms the cockles of my heart sometimes, but that worries me because it's like. I'm endearing myself to this this criminal organization, uh, called the state, by engaging in these uh, acts of patriotism. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like I'm committing treason on my soul sometimes when I'm doing that. I don't know. I mean, it's I can. What does what, what it? What does the f- nation have to do with this football game? Why are we? This using is this
2: football it's game? America's game. Them, It's America's game. Know what pisses me off more about that is at the end of the game when they win, they always call it. It's like, maybe not hockey, but like bat, football, boxing, UFC. They always say the heavyweight champion of the world, right? Where like Kansas City Chiefs are now the football champions of the world. It's like it's just it's just you guys. Like you're that's like me. That's like me building Lego in my own league of Legos. And right. then when I'm the best Lego builder, I'm like, I'm the best. I'm like the right. world champion. I'm the
0: world. world champion of this thing. I I'm made the up
2: world champion myself and I'm the only one that plays. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of, I okay. mean, I do get kind of tired of all, I agree with the, the hymns for sure. And right. like, why, why do you need someone famous to sing the national anthem? Like I feel, I know it's a super bowl, but that's all volunteer time. Why not get somebody who needs the screen time to do it? In my opinion, like Reba, Reba doesn't need screen yeah. time. Everybody knows. I her. will
0: say that uh, again, Reba touched my heart. <laughs> <for recognition. laughs> and what does that say about me? You know,
2: well, you and know, the way she's... she
0: pointed at that flag, with those reba eyes and i'm i'm thinking in my head here's your one chance fancy don't let me down reba and she nailed it but well uh, and the thing I'm about reba too is she, about
2: she's just a single mom who works too hard but she loves her kids and never stops
0: yeah amen um okay so what do we have here where's oh yeah here we here uh, here's uh travis E. uh there you go post Post-Super Bowl win here. Viva Las Vegas. Viva
1: Las Vegas.
0: Viva Las
1: Vegas.
2: Tay Tay. <laughs> He's going to wreck his voice doing that. He's going to thrash his pipes. Hey,
0: Taylor doesn't know quite what to think about that.
2: But. No, she was not impressed. She that's why, like, hmm. you know, you that's why in previous episodes, I am backpedaling. I'm backpedaling for sure. I realized that it, even, Kel- even Jason Kelsey wasn't pleased about that. I'm backpedaling. I don't hate Taylor Swift. I strongly dislike Travis Kelsey and that that's me switching sides but staying on the same side of the fence and the
0: man family forever baby i can't be more proud of you guys and how about it we get a chance to do it three times in a row how do you get a side of that baby
2: you go party up there if they get back to it uh now to keen him up like i'm sure it was electric maybe i'm just a hater because i wasn't there i probably would have ate it up if i was there absolutely
0: absolutely yeah i mean look he's uh he's firing the crowd he's got a he's got a a career in the wwe after this if uh things don't work out for him yeah here's one more video from let's see how do i do this share screen there we go uh here we
1: go. No, 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 we ain't done yet.
2: It's- oh, this is a tough watch.
1: It's Big Daddy Drive
2: <laughs> <laughs> There you go, WWE Bell.
1: Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy i want everybody a part of this thing if you know this song sing along <laughs> it all on my roots
0: i showed up in boots <laughs> oh boy
1: the last one to know
0: he's reading off his phone <laughs> <laughs> reading the lyrics off <laughs> the his phone. that's hilarious they
2: and I saw the surprise but Holmes is holding <laughs> them up <laughs> <laughs>
0: took that glass of champagne Pat, Pat took that glass of champagne
1: I promise
0: you <laughs> <When> I <laughs> oh boy
1: and I toed you
0: oh boy trying to put Travis to bed well, <laughs> I got free. <friends. laughs> comes kermit the frog (laughs) what would you say to somebody (laughs) thinking of signing up
2: i mean again looks like he's having a time (laughs) yeah guys being dudes but my christ there's a lot to unpack there
0: a lot to unpack uh it's silly isn't it
2: very silly i mean as a national role model you'd think you could clean it up (laughs) for a minute like you know you're gonna get my time then letter buck after that yeah. but i don't know All right, a, we gotta move
0: a, on to more serious news because there's a threat apparently growing over our heads right now there is uh it's a national security threat that uh, has been issued for the united states i guess it doesn't threaten us but it kind of feels like it should maybe and that is uh Nuclear capabilities in space. The U.S. has new intelligence on Russian military capabilities related to its efforts to deploy a nuclear anti-satellite system in space, according to multiple sources familiar with the intelligence. Now, just before I continue in the article, this—the timing of this article is—is is perfect because, man, we were starting to scratch our heads after that Tucker uh, and Putin interview, uh, which. <laughs> you know kind of twisted the narrative a little bit on the old military industrial complex and now we're we're getting uh this news that oh shit, don't get it twisted russia is the enemy of the west and needs to be dealt with because uh they're they're doing something up there
2: the intelligence was briefed
0: to congress and key u.s allies and some lawmakers say it's serious enough that it should be declassified and made public While the intelligence is concerning, multiple senior members of Congress briefed on the information on Wednesday emphasized that it does not pose an immediate threat to the U.S. or its interests. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Perfect. uh, We we can be sure that that threat will ramp up as U.S. interests dictate, uh, (laughs) as the U.S. military industrial complex interests dictate, right? Uh, the system remains under development and is not yet in orbit. What? So why are we talking about this? Why are we talking about this right now? Surely you've known about this probably for years, but now you're talking about it. According to three U.S. officials familiar with the intelligence, it's not clear how far the technology has progressed. Oh, so they don't even know. One no. of the officials said. A separate U.S. <laughs> official then that the threat does not involve a weapon that would be used to attack humans.
2: Oh, so I'm not well, perfect. in danger. We're just this, attacking aliens. So it's not
0: really clear whether the intelligence referred to a nuclear powered anti satellite capability or a nuclear armed capability. Uh, okay, that's hmm. one of the articles.
2: You know what else is interesting timing about this? It's that the movie's not long ago, and there's a new movie out called ISS, and it's basically right. about the Russians and the Americans on the International Space Station, and they look down and see nuclear war unfolding. They both get orders to eliminate the others, but they're like on the fence about whether they're gonna do it. And then I saw
0: that movie, yeah.
2: Or I saw that
0: I I didn't see the movie, I saw the um saw the trailer for it. Looks interesting.
2: And then a nuclear warhead, it acts as an EMP and wipes out all the electronics on the space station. So right. convenient timing hollywood and i mean
0: it's it's um it's enough to scare the the Jesus out of out of us right i mean look if they launch something up there that takes out can take out satellites they can kill our internet what will we do without the internet what will we do without
2: well we wouldn't be watching jason kelsey make an ass of himself
0: well that's right yeah
2: Maybe that's a good thing, hey? Maybe we should just cut the internet, and then I won't have to worry about which celebrities I don't like.
0: Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. I, I, I would have to worry about what to be outraged about this week. That's one um, of the most difficult parts of this. When you're not outraged about things,
2: having you to know, be you outraged. Have, you, you
0: have to actually do outrage mining. Like I find for this podcast, I have to go through Twitter, I have to go through the news, I try to find things to be outraged about to bring to you guys, so that you can also be outraged while you watch me so we just we're we're a big part of the outrage industrial complex over here but i'm not very good at, at fomenting outrage it's just
2: for anybody listening what are you outraged about
0: yeah drop in the comments what you're outraged about what are you outraged about this week is it taylor swift being a satanist is it travis kelsey being a pin cushion for big pharma is it what is it here's something to be outraged about i think maybe uh and that is uh assuming we don't get annihilated by this russian threat um hey by the way wasn't the us engaged in a program called star wars didn't president trump start something called space force aren't, aren't isn't the us doing exactly the same thing
2: <laughs> yes they 100% are
0: <laughs> so oh boy
2: and oh. you can do i can do better
0: yeah Oh, there we go. Official blasphemy is outraged by all this outrage. Yeah,
2: well, the fact that you would say well, I'm that. I'm glad is we could provide outrageous. you something to be
0: outraged about.
1: <laughs>
2: that's just outrageous. It is. I just can't get on board.
0: All right, this is this is interesting. I'm trying. I haven't made my mind up about this, but you guys have heard of the new uh, Apple Vision Pro that's coming out. Here's here's a little minute and a half video, kind of
1: outlining what it's about to start of the day i decided to head over to a local coffee shop to get a quick coffee i went in wearing the headset and nobody really seemed to notice or care <laughs> which is a good thing i'm blending in already nice first i connected my iphone hotspot to the vision pro so i have internet everywhere first
0: of all wait no nobody nobody cares that there's a weirdo around <laughs> wearing one of these things uh, well I
2: mean we've been looking at people with tails and horse heads for long enough that I don't think goggles is the strangest thing everybody's seen.
0: Yeah, I mean I'm not going to I, I we avert our <laughs> eyes from people who are clinically insane as well, right? That's really a good thing. We we like pretend we don't see them because you know, as soon as you make eye contact with one of these people,
1: it's on. They're they're going to be engaging with you. All right. let's see. I started out by checking my Instagram and Twitter pages, see what's going on, see what's up. And then I headed over to my email inbox to check things off and reply to a few emails. And using the Vision Pro really feels a lot like the iPad in many ways. I mean, a lot of the apps available on this device are actually just iPad versions of apps. And because of that, using these apps just feels very natural and very familiar. I spent some more time here. Just enjoying my coffee. Yeah, so my it, worst nightmare
2: is having a conversation with this guy.
0: It's a fantastic uh, technology to be to go out in public and stay isolated and alone. It's like a Matrix pod that is
1: transportable. You know what I mean?
2: Now all we need is a around. fat guy in a scooter wearing an Apple headset. And it's just like a Wally.
1: Yeah. I'm um, really trying out this headset. And eventually I headed out with my coffee. Walking around with this thing on having maps or music or videos open as I walk is who's filming pretty, crazy guy? thing I headed towards the closest subway station. But before hopping on, I did have to feed my cats for their first meal of the day. So I opened my auto feeders app. And Wait a said- second.
0: Of course, this guy has cats. He is the human <laughs> equivalent of a cat. He's a cat guy.
2: I, to to I want to know i want to know who's filming this guy and how did he get friends if i ever ask any of my friends to film me doing this then i want a serious reality check
0: right he's probably paid Well, you're doing the same version aren't you doing a young jared's uh video blog or something like that where you're born in, a, like
2: barn. You, born uh, in yeah. a barn i mean i barn. guess it's kind of the same thing except people uh, have been making yeah, I don't know. Again, how I'm are just you going to distinguish
0: yourself from this guy's brand? Though, that's a question. Oh, uh, Well, for a starters,
2: of a not going to wear, wear the headset. Vision
1: Pro, and it works actually pretty too. well. But some things can be a little bit hard to press if they are smaller UI elements. But overall, being able to even do this is actually crazy. Well, it is crazy. I will grant him that.
2: I saw a video of a guy fixing his car with one of those on, and it was like he had like the YouTube page pulled up on the side. And then he had like the owner's manual. And when he looked at the motor or the engine, he could like, it like labeled all the parts. So he knew what it was supposed to do. That's kind of cool. That's a very useful application. I'm
0: I'm not going to lie. I kind of want to get one. I, I, but I, I need to resist the urge because I'm an introvert by nature. And uh, I like to just surround myself in my own little worlds and think about things and do things, you know, like the pandemic lockdowns were almost like, like, I almost felt like it was a godsend in a lot of ways, even though I railed against them and think they're horrible and evil, <laughs> but it was like, yes, I don't have to go out. I never have to talk to people again.
2: See, there you go. either die a hero or but live long a, enough. There's a funny, uh, the I don't
0: know if you saw this. Crystalia posted a, uh, a video. Let's see if I can find it here. It's a guy wearing ski goggles with, uh, some sort of a thing posted to his head or like a, one of those Apple eye chargers taped to it, taped to the head and uh, he's he's having a virtual reality fight in a coffee shop. It was pretty funny. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, no, I, that, the, that <laughs> is funny. That's funny. But a dude just like like he's wearing them to make a statement which I don't jive with.
0: Introvert is just another word for socially lazy. Don't make excuses for yourself. Well,
2: I don't know if you can call yourself an introvert and then go live stream on the internet. You know, it's yeah, kind of the opposite.
0: I I'm socializing. Well, I'll, I will say this. Here's the thing. I, I do enjoy socializing and it does take energy for me to socialize. I, I'll i socialize, but I find that over time, as I'm socializing, my energy gets drained. Now, I think other people have a very different experience when they socialize. Like my son is super introverted. Like He loves being around people and it's like, the more people he's around, the more energy he has. I know people like this. We we work with you know Jay Damery at work. He's mm-hmm. like a social butterfly, right? Um, I definitely like get it. It, it, w- it would take more effort for him to isolate himself. So work for him is spending time alone. Work for me is going out and socializing. I think that's the difference between an introvert and an extrovert. But yeah, you're right. I do need to get out there. And by the way, I don't know if you know this, but I am running for union vice president, mm. and so your boy has Shut to get up. out there and be a man of the people and shake hands and different things like that.
2: Make sure we so. don't get fired.
0: Yeah, I better not say anything bad on this podcast.
2: <laughs> Leave um, it
0: to me. All right, let's see. What do we got next? So that's you Apple Vision see. Pro. Are you going to get one?
2: Ah, uh, no, not about it. You're not about it. Not about more it. of a prefer...
0: meta quest uh, headset kind of guy.
2: I will say I do want I do want a VR headset so I can set up my flight simulator. Oh, well, there you go. Why not the Apple? So Dishon maybe Pro? maybe I'll look into. The... There you go.
0: See, they already got you. Yep, now
2: I'm and hooked. When you get
0: Neuralink, you're going to need something like that, right?
2: Neuralink would be sweet. And then I'd be able to remember what I went downstairs for, not have to make seven trips on crutches up and down the stairs.
0: Yeah. Okay, I think this might be the last thing here that I want to talk about. I'm seeing a bigger push for this. There's Capitalism is trending on Twitter, and not positively. People are decrying it. And uh, I woke up this morning, and this is one of the first tweets I saw that someone had shared on social media. And I, I woke up pissed off. It really grinded my gears, chapped my ass, so to speak. And I don't know why I just, I hate, I hate it when people are wrong on the internet. Uh, Robert.
2: Uh, Never never me. Never me.
0: Yeah. No, of course not. Uh, Robert Reich tweeted, we're paying a whopping 25% more for groceries than we did in 2019. In 2022, grocery prices rose more than they had in over four decades. Inflation is cooling, but the prices keep going up. This is what happens when five companies dominate over sixty percent of American grocery sales. All right, here let me explain to you why this tweet bugs the shit out of me. It, it's full of so many fallacies. First of all, this idea that it's uh, it's CEO greed. And by the way, this is a, these are the same talking points that Jagmeet Singh and the NDP keep bringing up. Um, It's why grocery store CEOs have been appearing in hearings before parliament and different things like that. But he says this is what happens when five companies dominate 60% of American grocery sales. So what he's claiming is because they have this monopoly over groceries, um, they're able to charge more. But first of all, didn't that same market share exist before 2019? So why didn't they jack up prices five years ago 10 years ago 20 years ago why all of a sudden what could have possibly changed after 2019 that could have explained this because surely they were greedy before 2019 they didn't just suddenly get greedy in 2019 they were just giving and before in, that something must have happened in, in 2019,
2: 2019 or
0: shortly after 2019 that explains all this price inflation Sure, realize
2: that people will buy every single roll of toilet paper in the country, right? Right, if you scare them.
0: Um, he, he also goes on to say inflation is cooling, uh, but the prices keep going up. So, what does that mean? Inflation is cooling. Well, it just means that prices are rising at a slightly slower rate. That's cooling, it's not like prices, like there's uh, there's uh, deflation going on. It's not like there's fewer dollars in existence and that our buying power is increasing when he says inflation is cool. And what he's saying is that inflation isn't quite as hot as it was, uh, a year ago. Okay. So, but there it's still going up. And could that have something to do with the fact that the prices keep going up? Well, by most people's definition, that is the definition of inflation that prices are going up. um, Okay. So the other thing is, you know, of course, Robert Reich wants to, um, he has a set of policy solutions. He's a, he's a leftist economist. His policy solutions will be more government intervention. Uh, You see, he, he sees no connection between all the government intervention that happened in 2019, 2020, and, and forward with all the pandemic restrictions, the lockdowns, The absolute crushing of small businesses by those policies, uh, the disruption of supply chains, the the trillions and trillions of dollars printed robbing our buying power. See, none of that had anything to do with the, the inflation and the increase in prices we're seeing and the cost of living. No, it was just corporate greed. It was just these CEOs being greedy. Uh, the so only other his policy I know, solutions are we need more government intervention and he doesn't see the nuttiness of this.
2: The only break I know, aside from this guy ah, loves yes. the government, right? Yes. These reichs. Yeah. These the reichs and their government. I tell you,
0: this guy wants to introduce a fourth reich, a Robert reich, if you will,
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, third, the third reich 2.0. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. Now, of course, if if this were true, if it were true that it's simply corporate greed, like these corporations own 60% market share, so there's huge profit margins, right? Well, what's stopping Robert or other entrepreneurs who want to provide cheaper groceries from starting their own chains? Robert Wright could start his own chain. But of course, It could be that there's a bunch of government regulations that he would have to clear first before starting his chain. It might be incredibly costly to start his chain. There might be prohibitions that he has to get past to start a grocery chain, and he doesn't address that. So these guys are all about adding more uh, government intervention on top of the negative consequences of the government intervention that caused the problem in the first place. It's absolutely nutty. And it grinds
2: my gears, young Jared. It grinds my gears. The Well, I mean, if you look at the prices of almonds or the prices of pomegranate juice, it clearly can't be cheap to start your own grocery store. Got to front all that? Are you kidding? And official,
0: official blasphemy is making some good points there. He says, I think these folks are actually correct. Leftists are actually good at pointing out problems, but their solutions are always worse than the problems. They um, go on to say in the last several years, many bigwigs have been making record profits. The lockdowns basically shut down small competition to deny corporate greed is. Yes, that's absolutely right. Yes, corporations are greedy. Uh, they always have been. They were greedy before uh, COVID. They're greedy after COVID. And it's government intervention uh, that allowed them to increase their market share, increase their profits, of course, it's only the largest, most connected corporations and grocery chains that are making out like bandits on profit share, um, you know. And we can't, we can't uh, also forget the fact that that producing food has substantially grown in, in costs as well. Most places are implementing some cost on farmers for producing. I mean, this is why we are seeing convoys and huge protests all over Europe. Uh, we're seeing a carbon tax in Canada everything just got more expensive to produce. So grocery stores pass that cost on, uh, to you, the consumer and yeah, there's, there's no doubt there are government. So what's, what's the solution? Well, the solution is less government regulation. Hey, let's not lock down society for a, a trumped up cold. Let's not uh, crush small business. Let's not hand out free money to people for sitting around doing nothing in, in stimulate, you know, in SERB checks, Let's not uh, print up a bunch of money and imagine that that's doing something to stimulate the economy. Uh, it's doing nothing but rob our buying power. So, yeah, this is uh, this is a huge problem. That's my solution. It's no solution. It's like nah, just get out of the way. Uh, because here's the thing: if if corporations, if grocery stores are making record profits, the question is, in in a normal free market. Anytime you see someone making a huge amount of profit in a business, let's say I see someone in town here who owns a pizza store, a pizza shop, and they're charging a hundred dollars a pie and making, you know, when it's costing them $5 to make that pie and they're making money hand over fist. Well, I'm going to look at that. and People are paying it. People are going because they want the pizza. Well, I'm going to easily be able to compete with that. I will enter the market. I'll charge $50 a pie and uh, make money hand over fist. Maybe not quite as much as they did, but I'll certainly take uh, <laughs> take some of their market share, won't I? That'll force them to, I mean, that's how, the, that's how free market competition lowers prices. Now, on the other hand, if there are local ordinances and regulations that all but prohibit me from entering that market, that make it impossible for me to start a pizza chain restaurant, a pizza restaurant, well, that that pizzeria will never face any competition and they'll be able to get away with continuing to charge higher prices. And that's exactly what's happening here with grocery stores and, and this record profits that they're supposedly making. I um, think you're onto something
2: with this Tim's pizza idea. Tim, I you make, kind of make agree. me hungry.
0: I agree. We need to start a, a, a black market grocery store here that, that cuts out all these <laughs> regulations that says, you know, I'm not asking government for regulation. I'm going ahead. I'm gonna bring cheap produce uh, to the masses, and, forage. and yeah, I'm still gonna do well as the entrepreneur that started it. But uh, Tim's
2: Pizza, pizza. I'm Tim. gonna, I'm
0: gonna take market share. But of course, as soon as you start something like that, uh, the big, big guys will just drop their prices too, and then we're back. But that's how the free market works.
2: Yeah, prices, but you have Tim, well, Tim's, the Tim Moen Show Army will support Tim's Pizza.
0: There you go, Agorism markets, exactly agorism is uh the idea young jared of uh creating parallel markets that are outside the the official commercial space uh, mm. market uh you know like farmers markets and and trading with farmers uh directly and you know doing things like that things that aren't technically illegal but are uh revolutionary in a lot of ways because they make the government irrelevant and i think uh i think official blasphemy is onto something there that maybe the way forward i mean fighting government isn't working uh it's only getting bigger and bigger people are demanding more and more government to to fix the problem things are going to get worse and when things get worse people don't want a weak leader who's going to do nothing they want a strong leader who's going to pound the pulpit and say i'm going to bring this nation back to greatness and um yeah, a that's strong leader cap- that
2: will stalk the toilet paper and let you make yes. pizza.
0: Free toilet paper for everyone. Tampons <laughs> in all the men's washrooms. It's what I demand. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, those right. are strong, strong demands.
0: Well, you know, I'm a particular guy who has particular tastes and uh, the government
2: <laughs> needs to provide them for me. <laughs> uh, fair enough. I mean, the government provides always. The all right, guys.
0: Fail. I think we're we're just about done. Make sure you uh, like this channel, subscribe, hit that bell, smash it, body check it, throw a shoulder into it, hit that bell notification when the next uh, Tim Owen show drops and uh, me and young Jared tackle what's going on in the news. Feel free to send us any information or comment co- comment down below any topics you'd like to see us address, and we'll go from there. Young Jared, do you have anything to plug? What's going on? You're starting a new channel with… Uh...
2: Starting a new channel, Born in a Barn. Uh, Details soon to be disclosed. We're working out the logistics right now. Me and my team are on it. We're on
0: it. Excellent. Excellent. And official blasphemy, you got the last word. There's an old saying, give them their heroes. Let's hope our heroes are chosen and not given. Have a good night, fellas. Thank you. Choose us. We'll be your hero. Everyone who's tuning in. And uh, we'll see you on the flippity.